one o'clock, still raining and heavy on a Saturday. Not letting the rain bother me. Time for reflection. But you know what I do want to talk about? I want to talk about titles, people and titles. Did you ever, in a workplace, because I've noticed this now, you ever go into someone's office and then they, you see on their desk what they have. You could tell if this person has a family. If you could tell if this person has, uh, you know, many awards. Now look at the title, the nameplate. You'll have the person's name and what and what they are, their title in the company. For example, CEO, vice president, um, uh, project manager. Uh, um, if you're in entertainment, director, producer, star, titles, they're just titles. They don't mean anything. If you think about how people, when they, hey, let me give you my business card. So you look at the name and you look at the title. It's a title. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with who that person is. You could say, I know this person, he's the vice president of so-and-so, or she's the CEO of this. Titles. A title shouldn't have to change who you are. Because I think that throughout my working years, when I first started in the working world, the tender age of 21, I looked at people with titles and I thought, well, people who have this under their name makes them entitled makes them superior to you and important? No, because to me, you're a person. You just have the title after your name. It doesn't mean anything. And I'm trying to tell you this now. It shouldn't mean anything. When you go into the corporate world, I'm sorry to say this. If I'm going to offend anybody out there, I apologize. This is my opinion. You go into the corporate world. I think people are too much of snobs when they say to you, well, look at me. It's like they're showing up. Look at me. I am vice president. Look at me. I am CEO. Yeah. Well, you know what I am? Just a human being. A human being. A survivor. That's what I am. And anybody can be a survivor. It's a title that's given to all who've accomplished in life what they're set to accomplish in their lifetime. Whatever goal or dream that you set out to do. When you start putting a title after a person's name, people look at you in a different light. And I've noticed this in my own personal life, how people can be snobs. I'm talking about downright uppity with their noses stuck up in the air and they're a better mentality. I'm better than you because I have this after my name. Who cares? You're still a human being. You, the person, doesn't change. Your attitude, your character doesn't change because of that. But again, a lot of people think because I have this that I am better than you. Remember, Titles, names, that's all they are. It does not change the person. Yes, you could have your own company and say, I am the CEO of my company, but think about it, it's just the title. Nowadays, people take that literally. When you, sh when you present them your business card and you see the title, what does it mean to you? Nothing, right? It shouldn't mean anything. But in some people's eyes, they think, well, they compare themselves to that person. They're like, well, look at me. I'm just, quote, an office worker. I'm an assistant. But you're an important part of the company. 
It shouldn't change who you are just because they are higher up than you or they have more years of experience than you. They shouldn't make you feel bad. They shouldn't make you feel like you're not, you, you can't contribute or you're not a contributor or you're not VIP, very important person. You want to know something? We are all very important people in life. We are all very important of the jobs that we do. Think about that. When you start labeling people, because that's what people do to other people, they label them because of that. Titles are nothing just, they're just titles. That's it. There's no connection from a title to a human being. In any industry that you work at, if you're looking at someone say, oh, well, he's the president of his company, or he or she or, or she's a CEO of hers, or it's a title. It has nothing to do with the person attached to the title. That's why I think when you label someone, it's downright shameful. It's, I'll give you a perfect example. My father, again, he had two jobs, right? So the second job, he worked at a nightclub for one day out of the weekend one day of the weekend. He dealt with people that were higher than him, right? All the famous people, the musicians and the celebrities and whoever came into the club to perform. But do you want to know something? They didn't see my father for what he did. He was a hard worker, yes. And he broke bread with most of the people that came in. They didn't see him as, oh, he's just a waiter. He's a nobody. No. He had an important part of that job was to serve people. And he did a very damn good job of it. Don't let that title fool you. Because I am this, I am less of a human being. No, we should all be treated equally. If you look at my, I can give you what my job title is. And you wouldn't think twice. Because I've, in the industry that I work at, I was known as many different things. I didn't see myself as less of a human being. Yes, I could say I'm knowledgeable and I'm, I have wisdom and I know how to do that part of the job, but I'm not gonna change myself as a person because of it. But a lot of people think that that's, what, what's in a name? Think of it, it's a title. Titles have nothing to do with the person themselves. See, if you start telling people, and I've, again, experienced this through my younger years that's why i think it's shameful when you do that when you tell when you come up to someone especially like women and i don't want to attack all the women but just there are some women that think because i have all of this i'm more important and better than you no you're not you're just you're just another woman that's all you are to me what you have and how you flaunt it is shameful on you when you start doing that to people who have less than nothing, what does that say about me? What does that say about me to you? I don't want to know you. If all you care about is what you have versus what you don't have, which is common sense, which is knowledge and wisdom, those are rewards right there, not material things. You could say, I worked my way, climbed up that ladder, and got to be where I am. But none of it really matters because at the end, I'm still a person, a human being. Isn't that what life is all about? To see now, in today's world, everyone is competing. It's almost like a marathon. You know, when, when, when you want to get to that finish line, so you're going to do anything to get to that finish line, even push that other person out of the way just to get to the top, just to get to that finish line. Shame on you. Let it be a fair, a fair win. 
whoever gets the finish line, congratulate them. Hey, better luck next time. A lot of people compete with each other in the world of sports, in the world of entertainment, just anywhere and everywhere. People compete. Why? There should be no competition. It should be a friendly game. Friendly. There are no medals and awards. Now, if you work really hard and you've worked all your life and you got to that pinnacle, great. But you know what I find? Even if you do that, you know what I think? I think that nowadays, because now everything is recorded on social media and reported, your life is not your own. It's not sacred. It's not private. Whenever you want to make a change or do something, everyone has to know why. Why can't I keep that private? You know, like when someone retires, they've been in a job for 30, 40 years. Now it's time for me to just move on with my life. So now it's different. When you're entertainment, it's worse. But when you're entertainment, you cannot have a private life. Because when, God forbid, you walk out the door and you're with someone that you truly love. And all of a sudden, now, this may happen. I've read about it. And I feel bad for people who can't have a normal life, right? So you're walking out with the love of your life and all of a sudden flash of cameras reporters everybody comes up to you it's like excuse me privacy all right can we have some privacy is that okay with all of you no they have to report everything that you do the next day there's an article written about you and your loved one because now both of you are in the spotlight does that seem fair so in other words people who are on the celebrity world can't have a normal life like regular people come on they're people they're people right my father says don't put people who are quote in the celebrity world above everybody else because what does that make everybody else unimportant think about it that's why my father yeah he wore the waiter uniform he was a hard worker he didn't let a title get him down I've seen it, and I've, and I've said to people, why should it matter what this person is? They're still a person, regardless of the title. That doesn't make them better than you. See, in my, my own life, I've been called a survivor, but anybody could have that title. I share that title. We share that title. We are survivors in our own lives. Whatever's thrown at us, how we accomplished, how we solved, how we got through it. If you're lucky enough to have help along the way, wonderful. Me, I did it all on my own. I did it myself. I didn't let a bad experience or someone from my past dictate to me who I am. Take my character take my character and shame it for the whole world. When you start to do that, who do you think you are by doing that? Does that make you feel proud? Does it make you feel great? That shouldn't, right? Everybody sees themselves, and I, know, I think I've seen this now from my own perspective, and I'm sure you'll agree. Did you ever look in the mirror and you look at yourself? Someone said something about you. They could point out a flaw that you have, a defect, or it's just something about the way you look. And you take that to heart. So you go into the mirror and you start questioning what they say. You want to know something? Let them talk. Let them point out because they're no better.
every one of us has a defect or flaw. Every one of us has something we don't like about ourselves. So it doesn't mean that because what that person said, we should take it to heart and really listen to what they said. They don't know you. They're strangers. They don't know who you are. Okay? Only you know who you are, what you want to do, what you want to be, what you think you could do for yourself. You could change your wardrobe. You can change your hairstyle. You could, you could, you know, do whatever it is that makes you comfortable, that makes you happy. Be comfortable in your own skin. You know, in, in the working world, again, everyone competes with one another. Look at me. Look, I drive a fancy vehicle. They come to work and they drive this fancy vehicle. Big deal, right? I drive a car that gets me from point A to point B. Eventually, down the line, it's going to be replaced, eventually, all right? Because cars, like people, at some point have to go. But the difference is you can replace a material object. You can't replace a person. That's the only difference. But when someone tries to tell you, because I have a title to my name, I'm entitled to all of this. You walk into the office and what do you see? Awards, trophies, uh, their family pictures scattered me. I don't have any of that. Because again, my private life is private. I don't want to reveal my private life to the people I work with. It's none of their business. It's none of their business. But again, walk around someone's desk, go into their cubicle, see what they have, really study and learn about this person. And if they give you a business card and they have, well, I'm the president, CEO of this company, or I'm the, it's a title. Titles have nothing to do with the person themselves. A lot of people think because I have this after my name, I'm a VIP, a very important person. Now, you know what I say? We're all VIPs in the world we know as life on this planet. We all have contributions to make. We all have done good things that we could be proud of. But to put a label on a person and make other people feel like, well, I can't get to their level because look at them, they have all of this. But do you think that they're happy with what they have? You know, material things don't matter. Think about it. If you get lucky enough to have a job where you make, say, 100000 a year, let's say, and you get your first paycheck, right? Now, a lot of people, the first thing they do when they get their first picture, they go out and buy things that they don't need. Stop and think to yourself, if I have to, a life that I want to create down the line with someone special and we have a family, I have to put their needs first above my own. Because, again, you don't want to be one of those people that as soon as you get to that first page, I'm going to go out and buy myself something extravagant. Then you're going to regret it. They're going to say, why did I waste my money on that when I could have used it for something better? for something that was worthwhile, for something that puts a smile on my face. See, for me, right now I'm paying my bills because I have to. I have no choice. You know, I have a house to take care of and bills and everything else. When it comes down for me and my significant other to get together, then we will talk about building our future together, putting away a certain amount of monetary for a family because that's important. That's what you work for. When people start looking at you funny and they say, well, this person has all of this and they have this title to their name, but that doesn't make them entitled. Because again, when you look at a business card of a person, you think, well, this person is a president or this person is a vice president. Yeah, this is just a title. Doesn't mean anything. 
See, when I'm at work, I look at the titles of the people. I have this this uh, list of all the people and their and their extensions and the titles. And I look at my title. I can tell you what my title is, and it wouldn't make a difference to me. It's just what I do. My title is International Freight Document Specialist. International. Why international? Because, well, let's just say the industry I work has something to do with the international side of it. There are products coming from other countries into the United States, how you handle the paperwork, the vendors, you know. I love all of that. I've always loved the international side of it. That's just me. But again, it's a title. It has nothing, no meaning whatsoever. It doesn't change me as a person. You know, you think to yourself, and I've seen it too, I think that when people have their own businesses, they show off what they have to other people. I think that's very shameful if you do that. Because not everybody can achieve that type of wealth in their lifetime. And if they do, it's called hard work. It is not given to you on a silver platter. It's not given to you, period. You have to physically go out there and make a, make a life, make a living. Work hard. But at the same time, take some time off for yourself, for your family. If you work too much, that's not good either. I think my father had learned that the hard way with both jobs because he suffered heart attacks, but he survived both of them. They felt, well, you can't go on with this job because if you have another heart attack, it's going to make us as a company look bad. I'm like, no, you're just taking him out of the picture because you think he can't handle the position. He can handle it. He got back strong after he came out of the hospital the first time he had a heart attack. And I thought, and now... When he wants to go back to that job and loves what he's doing, you're going to take that away from him because of an illness? You know, people in our lifetime, we do get sick. Look at me. I survived breast cancer, but I went through hell too. It took me a long time to get back into the real world. And this is another thing I want to point out to all of you. When you have an illness, now before you have an illness, your life is different. You see life differently. But I don't think you know this now. After you have an illness, a major illness where you recovered and you've gotten that second chance, your life is seen differently. You see life differently. You see people differently. You see situation differently. I noticed that when I came out of my cancer. Pre, pre-cancer, my life was different. After cancer, I saw people for who they were, but I also saw life itself and situations everything was just different everything was just not the same everything was just i don't know if it was better but i saw people's true colors and i saw what what their intentions were to be honest with you i didn't like it if you ask me what is what is your life like right now well I work five days a week and by the time I get home it's late I don't have time to rest and 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 rejuvenate for the next day so I get home depending on what time it is and if there's traffic I get home I change to my comfortable clothes I eat something that's very late and then I have that one hour to reflect before it's time for me to get up and do it all over again Now, on the weekends, I relish the weekends because those are the only two days that I have off. Now, today, a perfect example, it's raining. Does that bother me? No, because I really am not going anywhere. I'm sitting at home, taking it in. I'll be able to do these podcasts to entertain you, to uplift you, to inspire you, to help you, to heal you. Healing. 
When I told you about the power of voice, the power of your voice speaks volumes. When you one day do this, do all of you do this one day. On a Sunday, go to church. Listen to the preacher. Listen to how he speaks. Listen to the sound of his voice. Whether he's quoting from the Bible or he's telling a story or something he's seen on the news and he talks about it, you know, towards the end of the service, before it's time for you to leave, he'll have to sit there. And I've noticed in my church, well, it's been a long time since I've been, but that's what they'll do. They'll have a little session. Listen to his voice. Your voice carries and speaks volumes. Sometimes the power of your voice helps sometimes it hurts. You have to be careful what you say around people that are fragile, people that are sensitive. If you say hurtful things to them, you're going to hurt them. And who knows how they're going to react. Some of them may cry, some of them decide, oh, well, you know, I've been called this all my life, or I've been told I've been on this. They're not going to believe in themselves, number one. They're not going to want to go out and do what they want to do because of what you told them that they couldn't do that that's what they are you know again the power of your voice I would like to think I can help heal help heal help inspire help reach out touch people's lives touch people's souls because you have to do that you know if you think about a hard time think of a time in your life that you had nobody to talk to see perfect example is me I had nobody to talk to. Once in a while, I will get in touch and talk with, you know, my family. Other times, I will interact back and forth with people on LinkedIn, although I stay away from that because, you know, again, I just sometimes want that time to myself. And other times, I just miss human interaction. I think that when you're going through a crisis or you're going through any type of a situation, you want to be able to talk with someone. Someone who's objective and open-minded who will listen and is caring. You don't want someone who's going to criticize and put down and make you feel like, oh, your problem is your problem. And you and, and the thing I don't like is when people attack other people because of it. Oh, you should have known better. Or what's the matter with you? Don't do that. Don't start putting that negative into them. They came to you with a problem. Be objective and listen with an open mind. And if you have any advice or suggestion or an opinion, then you can present it to them. That doesn't mean they have to take it. It's the idea that you're sitting there listening. A lot of people say, well, you, you do your podcast and I love talk. I love hearing your voice because it, it's mesmerizing, very hypnotic, very like, I just speak what I feel, what I'm feeling at the time. But I like to think I can help other people. We talk about many topics. Is there anybody out there who wants to talk about a specific topic? Is there a crisis, a part of your life that you're afraid or you haven't spoken to or told anybody about? Let's reveal it. You know, when you keep things bottled up inside for so long, that's when it becomes hurtful. That's when you suffer emotionally, but it also could take a toll on your physical health if you keep everything bottled up. You know, that's not good. Your blood pressure will start rising, which is not good either. I mean, I've known people with high blood pressure. My mother had high blood pressure. She would get angry easily. And I'm like, Mom, calm down. Now, don't get riled up. The thing I ask of all of you is this. Be compassionate. Be caring. Be sympathetic. Have a heart. 
you know, in this day and age, there's not enough of that going around. Again, a lot of people are attacking other humans. If we can all come together peacefully and coexist as one, that's the one thing I want. I don't like the idea like, okay, now social media plays a big part, but back then before social media made its debut, it was a simpler, peaceful time. There was no name shaming, bad mouthing. You didn't attack people of their 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 thoughts, you know, what they want to do in life. A lot of people do that. A lot of people think you cannot do this in your lifetime. Or what are you, you you're crazy. You don't say that to someone. Let people live out their dreams of what they want to be. And again, with titles, you're going back to the titles. That's all it is, is a title. It doesn't reflect a person. But when you start acting as if you are Miss High and Mighty or you're better than me, I'm sorry, you're not. You're an ordinary human being, just like everybody else. And because you have that title, you're singling yourself out from the rest of the world. Isn't that a little shameful on your part? And you know, when I was growing up, that's how I felt. And when you go to high school, that's what people do. Everybody is in their little group. I am as one. I stand out alone. I didn't join any groups or clubs. or I didn't do any of that. I didn't, first of all, I didn't like anybody in my class. I'll be honest with you, I didn't like it. I was so ready to get out of high school. And when it was time to graduate, do you think I was going to miss everybody? No. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, we're never going to see each other again. Well, yes, we're never because we're going to lead our own lives. That's what we're going to do. We're going to lead our own lives. We're going to become successes. But that's, again, through hard work because it's not given to you overnight. And the thing that I don't understand about high school is why do you have to judge somebody? See, I don't like when people judge me. People judge me from the time that I started school up into high school. And they're always watching. Look at her. She's really quiet. Oh, we have to watch out for the quiet ones. Yeah, why? Because the quiet ones are the ones that are contemplating all these terrible thoughts, all these things that are going through their head. Stop doing that. You don't know what I'm thinking. You know... My life growing up, again, good set of parents. Your parents shape you. You're a product. You're a product of your parents. What do I mean by that? Well, your parents created you, right? They gave you life, right? They taught you many things about life, about people, how to handle certain people, how to deal with situation, how to deal with a problem. For every problem, there's a solution. My father drilled it in my head. I looked at his work ethic. I followed him because as a young man, he went through a lot of troubles and turmoil. It wasn't smooth sailing, but he worked hard to where he was at. Gave his wife and his daughters the, the, a better life. I'm not going to say best. A better life than what he had growing up. Him and my mother are product of their family. And in return, we, us children, are a product of our parents. Not so much of the upbringing, although I can see myself, I could see myself imagining what it would have been like to live in those conditions. And I could tell you, I could get through it. You have to remember this. You look at someone and study them. Where are they from? Tell me about your life story. Tell me how you grew up. 
Some people can easily talk about themselves and others can't. Others are too ashamed to admit to me, hey, look, I grew up so poor, I only had one dime to my name. Yeah, but you survived, didn't you? You can't let one bad experience shape you. And don't let someone name shame you and call you names and make you feel like, you know, oh my God, how, how could you have lived in those conditions? You just do. You live. You get through it. You can't give up. What would that tell me if you gave up? If you gave up on your life because of the conditions that you grew up in? Let me ask you something. Again, father and mother were very, 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 and I'm not even going to say poor. They were in poverty. Poverty is not a bad word. If you use it to describe, this is what my father and mother had lived in poverty, but they got through it. They didn't let, because their days were very dark. There was no light at the end of the tunnel, but they found a way to get out of the darkness. They held on to the family. The family as a group, as a support unit, is stronger than you think. Think of, the, think of it this way. Think about the pandemic that we went through two years ago. Now, everyone had the family together at that time, most of us anyway. Again, myself, I was alone. I handled it. Still wanted to escape. That part of me would have escaped. The problem was there was no place to go. And now I remember my family had someone to talk with, someone to have a deep intellectual conversation with. I talked with myself and I started the podcast at the end of 2020 because, hey, let's see if anybody will listen to what I have to say. Through word of mouth, through LinkedIn contact, because they were very helpful, second family, okay? But again, when we say the word poverty, it's not taboo. A lot of people are ashamed to admit to me. This is how I grew up. But you survived it. You're still here now. That's what matters. You could have easily said to me, our family gave up on each other. And in the process, I couldn't handle it. So I decided, well, I'm going to give up. But she didn't. You're here, aren't you? You're talking about it now as a grown-up. Think about that. Don't be ashamed of where you come from and don't be ashamed of who you are. You are a product of your parents. I'm a product of my parents. If we, back in the day when I was born, if we had lived at that time, if that was replicated again in another decade, I'm telling you, my mother and father are the captains. Well, she's a co-captain, he's the captain, right? They would hold us together as a family should. We would get through the darkest time of our life and be able to see the light. Because again, for the grace of God, you've got prayer and you look to God for your answers. He will give you a sign of some sort, some type of a solution. And you find a way to get yourself out of that darkness. No matter how difficult it gets, we all struggle. We're all struggling now. You know what I see? When I'm driving down, again, I have Yanni. Yanni is, and if I could thank him, I will. If I go to Greece and I ever want to find Yanni, I'm going to say thank you. Because of you, everything that has happened in my life, I've gone through with such positivity, such grace, such humility. If you think of the people in your life right now, think of the person that is making you so happy right now. 
He's put a smile on your face. He's put joy. He's given you back to life. You almost decided to take yourself out of this world. A lot of people think I can't handle anything that's thrown at me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You know what the key is? Don't give up. And don't give in. Don't listen to other people. Don't let them take your name and squash it. Don't let them. Don't let them de-shame your character. Don't let them take you out. Don't let them hurt you. Do you understand what I'm saying? My father had said, when someone does that, the day somebody does that is the day when you're going to give in to them. They're going to play with your mind and they're going to tell you all these things about yourself and you're going to go back up to that mirror and you're going to say, well, maybe these people are right. No, maybe these people are not right. Nobody knows who you are. You know who you are. You know all about you. And if someone wants to get to know about you, well, let them ask you and not assume when you make assumptions, it does hurt. I've been made about, I've talked, been, I've been talked about on Instagram through a connection a while back, claiming, and this is, again, two questions I can't take. Are you real? That's number one. And is that your name? Well, let me ask you something. What's in a name? Let's say what's in a title? What's in a name? So what? My name is Aphrodite. Do you think that I'm because I have that name, I'm superior to all of you? No. I just happen to be blessed with the name after my grandmother. I'm blessed to have her name. There's nothing wrong with that, but everybody seems to think that, oh, and I have, have gotten this in high school back in the day, and it really hurt. One of the girls actually, and this is a woman now, a young woman, she just took my name and she just made it very ugly. Did I let it get to me? Well, the time I was in, in turmoil and tears, but you know, I said, you know what? I'd rather have my name than the name that you have. I forget what her name was. She had an ordinary name. My name stood out. My mother had said to me, and I'm going to say to all of you, whatever you were blessed, whatever name you were blessed, be proud of it. One day you could do good things. People will recognize you and remember you because of that. She said to me, your name, you were blessed enough to have been named after my mother. That's what she said. My mother said that. She says, you're blessed to be named and to be given the name Aphrodite by my own, by my mother, your grandmother. And I'm like, you're right. Because at the time I didn't appreciate, but she says, one day your name is going to pop out. Your name is going to have meaning. And people are going to remember you because of that. Not because of, hey, because I have this name, I'm, I'm not superior to anybody. I keep to myself. I told this to my significant other. So when I'm at work, I keep to myself. I'll talk with people from time to time, but I'm there to do a job. I do my job to the best of my ability, and I call it a day when I've done enough, and I'm ready to go home and reflect. I put the music on, listen to it in the car. I sometimes have a conversation with myself. Other times I talk with my sister. It all depends on what I'm feeling at that moment. I do get emotional sometimes. I'll admit it to you. And I do have my quirky. Yesterday, okay, perfect example of me being different from everybody. While it was raining and it got dark, I had my sunglasses on. Why? Because the glare, the brightness bothers my eyes. It was still kind of daylight, but it was cloudy and miserable and rainy. I had my glasses on. And people were looking in from when we're sitting in traffic, they were looking like, look at that young woman. She's wearing her sunglasses. Doesn't she know it's getting towards the evening? Yes. 
But then when you think about it, the days are getting longer. It's still daylight at a certain time. And I forget what time, it was like 6.30, close to 7. And it was still light outside. And I thought, hey, I choose to be different. Like in the morning when I get to go to work, it's still kind of dark. It's slowly getting lighter. Put my glasses on. I'm not hiding who I am. I'm just putting my glasses on because my eyes hurt from the brightness. Right? So anything you can do to make yourself different. Some want to be like everybody else. You could choose to have your own style. You could choose to be whoever you want. Ladies, I'm going to also point out to you. My sister and me had this conversation, and I disagreed with her. When it comes to makeup, you can have very little makeup that makes you comfortable, or you can put yourself with a lot of makeup on. But I'm going to tell you this. Without makeup on, you're still beautiful. I always wonder, if you put so much makeup on your face, you're hiding who you really are. Why are you doing that? Natural beauty is just as beautiful as made-up beauty. My sister's thinking, well, you know, you have to have that pop of color. Yeah, you do have to have the pop of color. But you can have a little bit of blush, a little bit of lip gloss. You don't have to overdo it. I think that when women put too much makeup on, they're hiding who they are. They're not happy with how they look. Why? Women, stop shaming other women. I've seen that happen too. Don't do that. Maybe I don't want to have much makeup on. Maybe I'm happy showing my natural beauty. If you have a man in your life and he loves you because of that, wonderful. But if he says, no, I want you to change. I want you to wear more makeup and change your wardrobe. Then you know what? He doesn't really love you because he can't accept you for you. And that's shameful. I'm sorry. Love me as I am for me. Now, that's why I say to all of you, women... Be comfortable in your own skin. Accept yourself as you are. Don't let someone take you down a notch and make you feel like you're ugly and unattractive. We're all beautiful in our way. My mother had said that to me. We are all beautiful in our own way. I never thought of myself as beautiful. I never thought of myself as pretty. She goes, you are. And you make yourself believe. You go into that mirror and you say it to yourself every day. I am beautiful. I am pretty. I am unique in my own way. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? Just accept it. Don't let someone take you down and make you feel as if you're nothing. Because guess what? We're all beautiful in our own way. We're all different. We are all survivors. And again, with the titles, going back quickly to the titles, they're just nothing but titles. Do not associate a title with the person. Once you start doing that, you're going to be seeing everybody as better than you. I'm sorry. Nobody's better than anybody. We're all unique. We're all, in our own way, special. Just so remember that. So God bless all of you. Have a great Saturday. Uh, a beautiful Mother's Day for all of you who have your mothers. And a great week ahead. Be positive. You know, be strong. Be tall. Be proud. Love yourself. Be different. Be special. Be unique. Be you. Just be you. God bless all of you. Take care.